0: I am not Dr. Paula, That's right? <laughs> Ooh, today is the Jesus and Paula show, and I know we're all leaning in to see what God is saying, to see what God is saying, to say, say like, like that. that, what God is saying. You know, these are what we call parenting tops. So this is what God is saying to us, or God, you know, depending on how far south you want to go. Just turn the whole tripod. (laughs) We want to know what is God saying, and this is why we love the Jesus and Paul and Paul of Christ, let's just talk, when God makes sense, taking it on show. (laughs) (laughs) Where God stands. (laughs) Where he stands. This is where he's standing, and bless God, he is standing up today in the world. And so we want you to know that things are moving forward. With us, we are still doing classes online, we are still doing prophetic apostolic advisements, prayer advisements. If you want to know what to do with your life, you need strategy for how to navigate, whatever we're navigating through. My my prophetic advisement calendar is just stacking up quite nicely. Why? Because people want to know. Should I move? Should I stay here? Should I change careers? What what is God saying? And how do I get there? But we have been uh, moving through. So first I want to say we are live on our God's Royal Network channel on YouTube. Woo! Woo! So what you want to do is go to YouTube and subscribe to GRN. So God's Royal Network is what you need to key into the search. And hit subscribe. And then you will actually see all the shows that are already there. Da 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 da. But taking it on with Dr. Price's Jesus Christ Relationship, He's the Sugar show is our first live broadcast from God's Royal Network. And we're really excited about this. This is just the beginning of a dream come true, the beginning of a long time vision that Dr. Price has had that God has shown her. And one thing that I have learned, and I would say we have all learned, especially those of us who have been with her for a while, is the season in which God gives you a word is rarely the season that it happens. Sometimes the era or the decade either. <laughs> <laughs> How many of us now are coming back to words that we got when we were teenagers and in our youth, maybe in your 40s or 50s, and you're 60, 70, 80 years old, and God is like, it's no time!
2: Yay! You're like, what?
0: But I came up on that. Yes, but I didn't tell you to the world counseled you out of doing that not me and you don't realize how we will get the word from God to start something but we will take the word from man to stop it
2: okay
0: how many times have people fallen into God told me but then people told me and then you go back to God for why something didn't happen and he's like go back to the people who you let talk out of on it goes so it can be a, a domino effect that stacks up sometimes very subtly over the years you get to a certain point in your life and you realize you have not accomplished or achieved or you're in your younger years wondering what am I doing and if you have good counselors and advisors mentors parents grandparents who will make you sit down and think about your future instead of feel your way through it be led by inspiration divine or otherwise and, and, uh, and so we are rolling out. This is here today. We are working on some other projects in our company. Dr. Price is breaking it down with assessing your prophetic self. Her new book rolling out from Whitaker House Publishing, the same people who published these lovely books right here, the Prophets Dictionary and the Prophets Handbook. Assessing your prophetic self. I have to say it because I've been saying it wrong. I've been saying assessing yourself prophetically, but it's actually assessing your prophetic. So, I have to get it right, because you'll go look for it and with the wrong title. But just put in Dr. Paul Bryson, for everybody. When it comes out, it's not out yet. You can't find it. We're still finding it. Dr. Bryson is refining it. And the world needs this. We need education. We need the grounding to really move forward with what God is doing. Our broadcasts are still moving forward, uh, and services, as far as broadcasting them, will be moving forward. We are going to be compliant. With the laws of the land because, well, we can't be the compliance officers of the kingdom. And not me. We'll keep you posted on June. When we know, you know. But until then, it's still happening. Okay, you can see here on the screen if you're watching on Facebook, Dr. Paul Price is the author of The Prophet's Dictionary. There are people who don't know that she wrote a prophet's dictionary. Oh, I can't read you. I was too short from here. She wrote the pro. Here it is. Oh, let okay. I'm not going to get it. Because uh, this is very exciting. This book is still very exciting. Thank you. This is the prophet dictionary right here. Over 1,600 terms. 600 pages. Over 600, about 600 pages. Of going through multiple terms and definitions. If you have dreams, if you want to know what's going on, let me tell you what. People call me often. What does this dream mean? Hold on, let me go to my prophet's dictionary. Hold on, let me see. Number 40. Oh, look at that. That's my age. Frogs. She has frogs. Prey. Paul the Apostle. Pearl. Peg- Pegasus. Other gods are in here. Uh, Peter the Apostle. Phoenicia. Phoenix. You know what everything is about? Rise of the Phoenix now. Purpose. Purple. Oh. Season. Secular. Look, secular is in there. Tot. A. That's seed in the ground. The Sea. Prophets. Soothsayer, soothsaying, soothsaying compared to prophecy. Mm-hmm. But who knew? That's in there. Sorcery, sorcerer, soul, soul, migration. Mm-hmm. See, this is why you need a higher education, because you don't even realize there's a higher way of thinking until you get into a higher education stratum. Speaking in other tongues. That's a long one. That's a long definition. Spell casting. Mm. Oh, spirit guide. Spirit of prophecy. Now, why in the world would a Christian woman, Dr. Price, put these things in a Christian book? Because this book is for prophets and prophetic people. And guess what? We do it in our arena. Devil. Mm-hmm. And either we're going to learn about them the way God said, or you're going to learn about them the way they said. But there's no way around it. And we would not be equipping you by only giving you half of the battle. You know, when you learn to fight, and, and this goes, let's just use sports as an example. When athletes uh, learn how to win games, they study their opponents. They study their plays. They, they study their other games. They watch them. They look at their maneuvers, which is why good coaches are always changing things up. Because they know the opposition is always studying them to learn them, to try to outsmart them, to win. And we as Christians don't think like that. We really don't think defensively or offensively. We think passively. How would it sound like God will do it? How's it going to happen? I don't know. God will do it. I mean, he gave the word, so it's, you know, he's going to work it out. Just trust in God. I'm just trusting in the Lord. I'm just trusting in the Lord. I'm just trusting in the Lord. I'm just trust, trusting in the Lord
2: okay great your you're
0: trust is squared away but what are you actually doing to prepare to win to equip we are here to equip the things and equipment can be a whole bunch of things tools resources weapons depending on your field that you use in order to do your job to execute it to combat whatever resistance is standing in your way if you're somebody who is uh, going to build a building, there might be a mountain standing in your way that you have to blast out and haul out so you can lay a foundation for a building. We've seen that all over Tulsa. They are buildings now you would not even realize or know some of the places that were nothing but trees 10 years ago. Up and down the highway, beautiful trees, thick trees, and now it's amazing shopping. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow, that was just beautiful. And if you weren't here to see the construction, you would have no idea how much muscle it took, governance, permit, machinery, to just move the dirt in the trees and then get to actually building the buildings. And so we train with these resources and tools. And look at that. It's so big. Thick. You're going to be shocked at how tiny these books are. These promises. <laughs> For Dr. Price, they are primers, but this is not. This is a dictionary, and I keep saying, I would always say to Dr. Price, but it's a dictionary. This is just so thick. It's a dictionary, not a pocket dictionary. A dictionary is a resource and reference section of your bookstores. So if you don't have this book, buy it. Buy it from us, Doctor com. Go to her products. Buy it from Amazon. Buy it anywhere. You can key it in, and it has been sold all over the place, all over the world. If you need a new one because yours is so falling apart that it's held together by 16 rubber bands and some rubber glue, buy a new one. I know, you're going to have to anoint the new one. And I understand because your juice is on the other one, like the anointing is on it, your tears, your food's stained. It's like your memory is in the other book. But it might be time to get a new profit dictionary. Buy it for your friends. Buy it for your family. Buy it for people who don't believe, people who have no idea. This is a great book to use to introduce people to the prophetic. Because it's purely it's objective. It's it's a dictionary, you know? It's like, oh, okay, the hierarchy of human makeup. Hierarchy of human makeup is in the prophet's dictionary. Prophetic skill is enriched by knowledge. Okay, what's go on. Huh. Let's see, heretic. Want to know what a heretic is? A teacher of heresy. (laughs) An agent of false doctrine and unorthodoxy. There you go. Heresy. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of heresy in here right after Hercules. So that ought to tell you. You can go and hell. Hell is in the prophet's Dictionary. Get this book. If you have this book, open it, read it, mark it, and study it. Part of the reason that the church is often caught off guard is because we're so reactionary. We're not preparatory. We're reactionary. Oh, something's crazy. You know? I know I had this book around here somewhere. I know the even that worked Where is that? Where is it? It's like somebody gets hurt. Where is that first aid kit? Now we should be in a place where everybody can see it. So get in your book, get in your studies, and push forward in Jesus, because we never know what's about to happen. But we are also watching da, 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 the Soul of Success series. Which is prime time for you to invest in your soul's health. You really don't know what's happening in your soul until you're terrified. Seriously. Overwhelmed. Angry. Then you realize that you have to fight, flight, or freeze going on in your soul. Are you going to fight for what you want? Or are you going to run and hide? Or are you just going to freeze and not move? And so when your soul has to have all that work, excuse me, I just need to see there. When your soul needs all that work, <laughs> I do. You know when the seeds are stuck like right here, you're like, come on, in or out. All right, make 2020. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It hurts. It's like, oh, come on. All right. We said make 2020 the year that you unlock your soul's secret. To success. Do you know that your soul has a secret to your success that nobody else's soul has? Mm-hmm. Thank you for <laughs> all of you who prayed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so it's a new webinar series, Training with Dr. Price. It's a four part series. It's pre recorded. This will not be live with Dr. Price. She has done these with us the Soul Sundays that we have on Sunday, second Sunday of the month have all been recorded and we're going to be rolling them out throughout the year to share with the world all of you said we want to watch it we want to see it now you can but you must pay for it and people are paying for it because the price that you pay for this is really about one session that you would pay for a psychologist or a psychiatrist for all four parts is what you would pay to sit down one time What's the psychologist who's going to tell you you have problems? We know. That's why we're here. Okay? So let's do this God's way first. and, And explore and go in. What are the triggers in your life? What are the cycles? What are the seasons? What are the patterns that you continually see happening that always lead to the same destination? That's when you know you're ready to be free. When you sit down and say, Lord, what is it that keeps me ending up here in life? That's when you're ready. So invest. Be on the lookout. We're rolling out our campaign for this. Discover your soul's technology for success. You know, Dr. Bright is a
2: scientist.
0: She really is. The science of the soul. Mm -hmm. The science of prophetic. The science of our uh, what we call the technology of theology. Mm -hmm. She's a scientist. She's a God scientist. She has the science behind it, and then there's all the other technical things that she whips up too that are not spiritual and very natural that still bless our lives. She is a master scientist in the kitchen as well. I want to brag a little bit about her culinary skills. She can make it happen. And so you want to tap into your soul's success. When things like this happen in the world that we're seeing right now, there are several types of people, and it's based on actually what's in your soul. It's not your personality. It's your soul. That determines that we want to make it about personality I wish I had your personality, I wish I had your personality, you know. And no, it's what's in the soul. This is the difference between somebody coming into what looks like is going to be a recession and jumping off of a building versus somebody else who gets innovative to find a solution to whatever is about to happen. That's in the soul. Are you that person who is panicking and just wanting to escape this reality. This is reality. This is where we are. This is where we are. We wake up, we go to sleep. This is where we are. Is, is your soul able? Is your soul in good health? Is your soul healthy enough to carry you through this and then on the other side of it, not a left? Because you know some of us are really good at holding it together and then falling out later. Like straight out. All the way out. For a while. As long as the trial was. That's all the recovery is. It's like, Come on now. We have to bounce that faster than that. We have to get it together. Is that you? Plug in, plug in, plug in, plug in, and make a move. Don't get stuck in this season. Don't panic in this season. That's, Dr. Price, even addressed address some of that on Sunday about the whole panic thing and freezing, causing you to just freeze or to overreact or to flip out, but to really stay plugged in. So get plugged into your work, get plugged into your God and plug into his future because you know this is all about God's future. Mm -hmm. And I'm really excited about bonds and that's prices too. All right. See what else are we talking about here? Congregation of the mighty. Now look, we know right now we will not be together in the flesh. But we will be online. There will be a word that happens on Sunday. In all the Sundays, whatever Sundays these are going to be. And so make sure that you are Staying watchful for the notification or where we're going live for Sunday service. Whatever word God has, we need. We need mm-hmm. to stock up on the word like we're stocking up on all these resources, okay? We need to get as much Jesus on the inside of us. Right now, as we possibly can, right, like toilet paper, you need to hoard the Lord right now. Just hoard him up. Okay. Get him? <laughs> All right. Just stock up on Jesus. I have Jesus in the corner. Jesus in my life, in my heart, in my mind, in my soul, playing in my house, reading, playing in my car, reading in my hand, in the palm of my hand. And get it, get as much Jesus as you can. Because this is Heart Reset. We just reposted yesterday. That was from what, 2018? Yes, August of 2018. 2018. There's something about Joliet in August where Dr. Price just lays a smack (laughs) down on her new revelation. So she was rolling out hard reset there, then she rolled out pedigree a year later. Mm -hmm. It's that Antiochian anointing. Mm -hmm. See, that Apostle Nona up there, she pulled on it. You can tell she pulled. So we have been reposting and we're going to continue to repost. Audio clips of what Dr. Price has said, prophecies that she's been rolling out over the last couple of years that have all led us to this. Hard reset. Ha 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 ha. ha, ha. Reset is hard. <laughs> There's my profundity for the day. You know a hard reset is hard? I'm He's making us do it too. Wow. He, look, this is what we don't say won't he do it? Because we're gonna okay. say, won't well, do it for a miracle? <laughs> but won't he do it for a heart reset? Uh, uh, no, yes, absolutely. God is in control. Because if he's not in control of this, he's not in control of anything. Mm-hmm. And so he is. And we are not just hanging on like, oh, I don't know. No, no, no. We're going to walk in this thing right with our heads on straight, our mantles on tightly, strapped them down. <laughs> okay? <laughs> and your identity in Christ. Locked in. Because that's what he's up to. And so with the congregation of the mighty where God stands, first of all, I want to say I want to thank God for technology. Where we can still come together even when we cannot come together. And hear his word go out over the airwaves. So get ready. Prepare yourselves for the message. Excuse me. And take your notes. Take this seriously. so It's so sad. Because when you live in good times, a long time like we have, even when you hear a warning coming, you're like, oh, that won't be in our lifetime. Oh, man, yeah, that would be right there. Oh, sure, you know. And Hezekiah, kind of Lord, just push it off another 15, 20 years. years that day. My kids can deal with all that as long as it's good in my time. And then we wake up like Jericho, and Israel's at your gate. Ah, Lord, you're here. What? And now what? And so here we are. <laughs> so we have to equip ourselves and arm ourselves to stay on the Lord's side because it's easy to start on the Lord's side and then defect to another side what it looks like that side might be right and God might be wrong this is not the time to do that this is not the time to be those people we are apostolic Christians we are pedigree apostolic Christians we are of Jesus Christ offspring of the Godhead bodily that's who we are fourth members of the Godhead and if we cannot reconcile what God's side is and stay on that side shame on us it's easy to sit here as contemporary modern Christians and and read our Bibles and say how can Israel doubt God after everything he did to get them out of Egypt how could they question his power how could they question his awesomeness and we do it every day Everything that God has brought us through, and we have the next obstacle. Well, I don't know who's got to pay my rent. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: uh,
1: the man
0: just part parting the West sea, okay. and he just three million people across the <laughs> dry land. Okay, the dry, dry land, it's dry. Do you know? Not only the whole thing was a miracle, impossible to part the ocean to see part the sea wide enough for all those people to walk through it on dry ground. We don't have a dry piece of land anywhere in Colton right now. It's raining. And it's going to take three days for this to dry out after it stopped. Three. The sidewalk. Three days. And God just blew that thing. And then, what did her, her, uh, her song say? They made the walls gelatinous. Just I mean, special effects ain't got nothing on Jesus Christ. Nothing on to Say like that. Ain't got nothing. On Jesus Christ for what he did. So we sit here today all smug in our salvation. I just don't understand how they just You know, what how many times, what, how many things does God have to do before they stop questioning his power, his ability? And here we are. Where's God? I can't possibly tell people where's God? I <laughs> ground beef. Where's God? I went to the store, couldn't find a parking spot. Where's God? Oh, God, let this happen? Right, we're right here over toilet paper. toilet paper. Do you hear us today? We are here. Are we in a different place? There's nothing new under the sun. And we just think that thing's happening, not our responses. Not our responses. Parents who have children count down to their kids' response. Three, here comes the tantrum. Two, no, you're not going to your cousin's house. Go to your room. Look, no, we're not doing this. Yes, we are doing that. All, all, all predictable. Humanity is so predictable by God, but let's not kid ourselves. We have not come that far. With all of this redemption, all the work that God has done, all the miracles that we see every day that we don't even consider to be blessed and favored half the time because we're so accustomed to it. Indoor plumbing. I want to give God praise for indoor plumbing. Hallelujah. (laughs) All right. Central air. Central unit. Yes, God. Hallelujah. Cars. Bless him, gas stations on every corner, grocery stores on every corner, all those amazing, wonderful things. That's the hand of God. <laughs> and you know it is until I'm sitting here thinking, what am I going to do for lunch? Because I don't have one of 72 restaurants to pick from. But I can sit down. Wait, who's open? who's open? Can I go in? Hello? Can I come in and get my lunch? Do you have a job you? Do you have a curbside? Do I need to go to the store? Why did I pack a lunch day? You know, it's like <laughs> all those little things because you don't realize how blessed we are, how free we are. So let us not be the Israelites. Let us not be them questioning where God and every new piece of life, every new thing that we have to deal with, every new flat tire should not be classified as a great forward warfare. Okay. All right? It's,
2: it's
0: you know, uh-uh. No, it's just keep it, keep those category storms down to, this is just a, a tropical depression. Not a category five hurricane leveling your whole life. And so we have to be ready to tap in and be ready to lock in to God's mind and to lock in on his direction and to accept this is the beginning of the heart reset. You know, these last two years was the announcement. We're announcing, we're announcing, we're announcing, and now we are beginning. But Dr. Praise has plenty to say about that I'm sure. Today, tomorrow, oh, next fine. year, next month. I am having fun. I'm a little I'm a little wild, wow. wild up today, you
1: yeah. know? They right.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so give me a mic. A oh, mic. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's the theater's great you know sometimes the stage just comes out Haven't had a lot of sleep this week keep waking up you know you have all these things going on in the spirit realm and when the spirit realm is busy you don't sleep when you're tapped in so hey you know sometimes you just have to go there getting answers for 2020 don't miss the next move of god we are also rolling out the changing of the guards yes so that will be a digital format first the changing of the guards With 1995 and beyond, we kicked that out last week a little bit, talking about the things that dark Price wrote in 1994, about 1995 and beyond, and a lot of that we're seeing right now still playing out. But again, pick up your resources, pick up your sword, pick up your right thinking, and move in the windows of God. I mean, even Doctor Price prophesied about and who was I talking to you? Was this you, Rachel? I can't remember who it was about her prophesying to people. You need to get told up. Don't you? Don't let don't let the world delay you. Don't you need to get in this window? This is Goshen. This is what God is doing right here. The congregation of the mighty and other pockets. This is where you need to be. This is where you need to be. And we're gonna look up and see people with their whole life in their car. <laughs> Oh, no. And the rest of it back where they came from I had to get out I had to go I just left I grabbed a piece of luggage and I was out of this door We actually to some people come in like that now. We're here Where are you living? We don't know. Okay? Let's work it out. Now look 50 of you all don't do that.
2: Okay.
0: No don't do that True. Well, yes, it's like you know but we just, you know, Stop. Stop. we'll stack you up here.
1: We'll find a place. You know, the songs got God find a way. You, you will. So we'll start praying now. Okay. Well, I'm excited about today. And my own, person, you know, she, she, she always comes to bother me because I tell her I'm going to turn myself on. And I don't. But, you know, my heart's in the right place. It is. My soul's in the right place. It's it's up. You know. Hooked up with Jesus the Christ. You remember him? Right, guys. Honey, Bill, let me say this. I'm ready. Look at that. I got three apostles. Three. I'm set. You are set. And we got the, you know, what I wanted to do, just in case you all wonder, is I always like for you to see the, the slides and the the animations and word clouds, well, you all do going to get that. But in any event, I wanted you all to do that. I am excited about today. I really am. I'm excited. I am very excited about the season we are in right now. Is this on? Thank you. Um, I'm extremely excited about the season we are in right now. Why am I excited? Well, I'm going to tell you something. The Bible says of, of God, God says, I believe it's. Oh, okay. I believe it's through Jeremiah. Yep. But um, the Bible says very clearly that people don't seek God in prosperity. That's right. Now, what does that look like? Don't you like to know, when you like to know, what does that look like? God, what does that mean? That means when we're living high off the hog, everything is going our way, the last person we want to be bothered with is God. We somehow recognize that if we give him too much attention, he may short-circuit short circuit our prosperity. He may, you know, if we may jinx it. You know, we kind of think of God as a jinx. You know, he may jinx our prosperity. Now, meanwhile, God's Bible is full of, I'm going to make you great. I'm going to do amazing things. And when I do them, this is how you keep me doing them. Now, if you want me to turn on your prosperity, do these things. Well, we have, God has um, an adversary. You know, there is Jesus, there's the Lord Jesus Christ, is the Godhead, so to speak. And then there is God's adversary. And so if you read Deuteronomy for, for almost 40 years, we had Deuteronomy 28, Deuteronomy 28. How many of you know we did not hear much from Deuteronomy 29? Okay. You are, All right. you are correct. We did not hear much from Deuteronomy twenty nine. And so here we are in Deuteronomy twenty nine. Yeah. Okay, if so anybody not get it.
2: <laughs>
1: you know, we wrote nobody wrote a song about Deuteronomy twenty nine. No. We never I didn't get any lyrics from that. I'm telling you. We got we are blessed going in and we blessed going out. Abraham's blessings are mine. Yeah, right. And you realize that Deuteronomy 28 is in your lane, not Abraham.
2: <laughs>
1: now Abraham's blessing is a blessing of faith. So without faith, it's impossible to please God. So we need Brother Abraham. We need Father Abraham. But understand Deuteronomy 28 and 29 are national statements. If you're going to be my nation, and if you're going to by default, being my nation, inherit all of my wealth, my richness, the greatness of my ground. This is what it will look like. So Deuteronomy 28 gave us that, and we've been rolling in De- Deuteronomy. You know, and blessed shall you be in your store, your storehouse. your can't be blessed. You know, people, you will not have natural miscarriage. Uh, um, you will. Your children will love you. Your generation is great. There will be no crime. And he goes on, crime would be minimal, Deuteronomy 28. And that's as if you hearken to the voice of your, the, your God, if you obey his law, if you walk in the ways that He told you, you've got Deuteronomy 28 all day long. I mean all day. Now, if that wasn't enough, we come on down the line and we get a Solomon. And Solomon goes and gives us the sovereign sign. Mm. See, that was the, the prophet-priest sign. Deuteronomy 28, prophet, priest. We come on down the book. So, and he's talking about, now, when they do this, hear from heaven. When they ask you that, hear from heaven. Hear from heaven. God, hear from heaven. The sovereign of the land is, is the one with the connection with the God of the land. And so, it's the responsibility of the sitting sovereign to see to it that the people are always in the right posture for Deuteronomy 28. And so, when the sovereigns forget, as we were listening to that, and you posted that, that man, as the sovereigns forget, and their duty becomes to their greed, then the people suffer. You know, when David cut up and he went out and he, he, he messed up with God, personally, his personal mess up. God said, Tell me, ask asking, me what should I do with you? you got to please things. I can do this, I can do that, I can do whatever I may. Mean, I can make you, I can send you in the drought, famine in the land, I can make you dead in your enemies. I can do a lot of things. You choose one because because something's gonna happen, because you killed Uriah, stole this one. So you know, it's like something is gonna you're gonna have to wear this because you brought it into existence. Because the law of the spirit is what James, the crystal said. James is Jesus' brother. If anybody knows the mind of God. Of, of, of a sibling is that, that, that younger sibling or older one. So James writes, but when sin is full grown, it brings forth death. So God has been just watching as what we've been doing incubated and incubated and gestated and gestated until it took hold and it began to cause millions of lives in abortion. Uh, because uh, kill millions of sperm and LGBT, and it began to cause millions of lives of health and, and addiction. addictions. You understand? God waited because He said, "I just wait." Read the psalm. He, he said that I just wait. You're David. Like, well, what are you going to do? I'm waiting. Well, what are you waiting for? I'm waiting for the sin to mature, because mature sin is a slaughterer. The sin seed. you can abort that. Instead of aborting babies, we should have been aborting the seeds of sin that we brought in. But we didn't. Moving on. So here we are in 20. All the people, bless you, you theologians and doctors who taught your people that the Bible was outdated. Isn't it nice to see it come alive again? Not even on the silver screen, honey, on our soul screen. We are living what the man said. Now, people have been prophesying that Jesus was coming and that we were going to deal with the sovereigns because we've been, I know I've been saying it, because we've been really mistreating and castigating the Savior. So we forgot that this man could literally transform himself into the monarch of creation. And as a sovereign, he decides, okay, so y'all gonna treat me like I'm tough. You know how many Christians don't believe Jesus is a warrior? Half of you all don't think he has a temper. He's so sweet. No, he's not a temper, Trust me. Trust me. And he writes, Paul writes, how he said, "Oh, how great the goodness and severity of God." We just skip over mm-hmm. severity. Now, if you go back and read your Bible, you know the book they told you that there was no longer current. I bet y'all just in that you all
2: now. I know y'all
1: just that thing, y'all. Let me tell you out my <laughs> That's somewhere. Um, oh, yeah. Because, see, now you need answers that humans can't give. Okay. See, all that we're getting right now is telling us the results, the outbreak, and the consequences. But nobody can say, but why didn't God stop it? Why didn't he intervene? Why didn't he allow this? Because Satan can't do anything until he gets a sign off from the Holy Ghost. And where was God? You know, I love it that when hell breaks out, it's only our God that got to end. But no, 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 no. so our God, you know, he made hell. He's still in hell. He's he, he absolutely the warden of hell. But guess what? Those people are in hell because they didn't like his way. So you need to talk to the people who didn't like it. Mm. And ask them why the replacement couldn't deliver. So here we are. Do you uh, Listen. All of you who have Bible study, we're going to have plenty of time to make
2: Bible.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Baby, we're going to catch up on some reading. We're going to catch up on some classics. And so when you read your Bible, go to Deuteronomy 28 and say, this was up. (laughs) Then go to Deuteronomy 29 and say, this is up. (laughs) Because is affected by this. There's not a business that's going to survive. There is not a dream or vision that is going to thrive. Except, except... Wait a minute, I got my thing. Hold oh on, where's my thing? Who took my thing? My thing thing. Where is it? my phone? Where's
2: my phone?
1: Never again. Yes. Uh, Amen. I like my son right in response. So... Anyway, while she's replacing, and if you tell me it's off-premises, we're going to have a problem. We have a problem. Okay, heaven, <laughs> we have a problem with the newest apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> and the AIT that she
2: trained
1: have just received a never-do-nothing. Amen. You can have yoga. Where's your Okay. All right, I'm back. As you can see, I'm working hard on that soul thing she was talking about earlier. (laughs) When she was saying how we need to do some soul work on ourselves. Right now, I'm working on myself. Anyway, moving forward, though. When you read your Bible, I want you to read Deuteronomy 29. Because that's a high man And I, I like that. And is then is um, I want to get the right scripture. You know, I got my eloquent folks here. So don't you miss your bell? You should be busy. Thank you. Okay. As long as you miss it, I want to. Don't you miss that? I You haven't put power in your hand and what you're doing Okay. This woman is remember. How many people got this plan? She used to remember. Of course. She, but she looked at me and said, "Oh my God, I got to tell her I'm the one." You have to look at that face was priceless. I would have loved. Can I put me? I'll
0: take
2: the whole
0: hit. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And so.
1: Uh, Second Chronicles. We we like to skip all the way over to if my people? We we want to erase everything else Solomon said. But I want to tell you right now, this is Deuteronomy 28 and 29, Solomon. So the king now. Remember, Moses gave it as a priest and a prophet. That's Deuteronomy twenty. But see, Solomon has come at the end of what his father built. His father had built this amazing kingdom. And, uh, his, you know, he had two brothers who were determined that he wasn't going to sit on the throne of it. And as it happened, it didn't work out their way, <laughs> which is usually when God has written something. And so um, so seven eleven starts with this. Well, let's go on. Let's, on the 23rd day of the seventh month, he sent the people away to their tents, glad and merry and for goodness that the Lord God um, had showed unto uh, David and to Solomon and to Israel his people. So God's got a great king, and he, he has what we would assume is a great successor to that king. And so the successor said, well, my dad did great, but I, there was something he left me to do that I didn't, didn't get done, and that's build God a house. All right? And so the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said unto him, I have heard your prayer. Because Solomon had something notes and Lord, this is yours. Let's dedicate it. You know, we undedicated the United States from Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, we are the president that said that we were not Christians. Okay. And so I'm just going to say, and you know that was good. <laughs> and so the Lord said, appeared to Solomon by night and said to him, I have heard thy prayer and have chosen this place for myself for a house of sacrifice. I shut up heaven that there be no rain, or if I command the locust to devour the land, or if I send pestilence among my people. If my people, see, we, we don't get that up front. We don't go there. We go so we hop right on down to 14th. Now, we don't even know why we got to humble ourselves. We don't know why God's cutting up. we just going to jump in to humble ourselves. I'm, I'm going to walk us a little bit through this. Um, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray, so we humble ourselves and we pray, and who is seeking his faith? Because, see, that's the other part of the prescription. And seek my faith, and then turn. So you can't turn based on what you see is wrong. You need to turn on what you got from the faith of
2: God.
1: Mm-hmm. Hallelujah! Mm-hmm. So it's a, and turn from their wicked ways. Then I love then because then says that when one, two, three, four happen, glory to God. Then I'm going to hear from heaven. So God lets us know from Genesis to Revelation, I do nothing without cause. And that is what we have taught people is not the case. They, I mean, people, we got all of these shows where, where people are mad with God shaking their fists out of it. He should have been there. I was like, oh, please, what are you doing, dusting Cloud? Come on here. <laughs> That's just dusting clouds because God's not moving. He said, if you're righteous, you're righteous for yourself because I'm righteous for myself. And so he said, he said, I will hear from heaven, will forgive their sin, and will heal their land. Now that's a covenant. Mm-hmm. Now we we read that and he said, "I love those." who said, "Those the Christian God, but well, He was the first one." I don't know everybody else is Johnny come lately. Oh, right? Cause see the principalities and the powers that were ahead of, ahead of God and still not God was first. Understand? You know I God was even all of that. All of these deities that y'all been running around and chasing after and, and all of that. You've been yogaizing and all of that. I want you to understand they can't fix this. Yeah, you've been yogaizing. He, they can't fix it. As a matter of fact, they wouldn't have done this to themselves. Mm-hmm. So all of all that they did you for the rewards of their sin, and I don't care about the generals, the 12 generals, everybody works at the will of God. God assigns humans to make heavenly things happen in earth. He assigns God. So God assigned it to his nearest angels. He has a whole stratum of angels. Those the angels that are near him, this goes, this come down and give it to the mandate, to the set the angels of the seven churches. They could be the same. I don't think they are because, you know, God has a way and he wants things to be close to him. So gives it to the seven angels. Those seven angels give it to the seven uh, uh, um, departments of their cleave So they all give it And each one of them begin to give it to, And they don't give it to humans right away They give it to the angels of the seven churches And the angels of the seven churches Dispense it by the Holy Ghost As God ordained But because you're so caught in theology You can't realize there's a technology And so what God has given me for this year Especially for the era of the heart reset Is the technology The Bible of God, how He does, what He does, when He does it, under what circumstances He will do it. So we have here, He said, "Now my eyes." Now this is. Listen to these words. Don't get caught up to just take off your, your religious hat. Just going on and forget what the Bible study said, "When they told you God is loving, He because God does not hate us because He's doing it. He's doing it because He loves us. Because He wants to get uh, get us out of the camp of sin and unrighteousness and get us and get us back into His righteousness." so that he can resume the blessing. And he's doing this for a good reason. Now mine eyes shall be open, and mine ears attend unto the prayer that is made in this place. So he's saying, I've been taking care of you all on the run. Basically, I was taking care of you all through David as he built my kingdom, and the boy he built it, the covenants, the alliances, and, and all of those things, the federations and whatnot that he made, he said, I was there. He said, but I told David, I'm not, not going to be a warring God and a peacetime God at the same time. Because mm-hmm. the purpose of peace is to stop war. Mm-hmm. And the purpose of war is to block peace. Mm-hmm. So, he said, so, David, you're not finished warring. Because people never knew why he said, go to my house. Mm-hmm. He said, well, David, you're not finished warring. Yeah, you've got more lands to take, more nations, whatever. You've got a lot more to build, and you have already, everything about you has been about cutting off, ending, and swallowing what I don't want. Mm -hmm. That's your basic, that's what David's basic call. He was a warring king. Mm -hmm. Solomon is a reigning king, a ruling king. So David. Says to Solomon, you know, the Lord wouldn't let me build this house, although I wanted to do it. But what I did do is I stockpiled everything that he needed for me to build his house. He said, But now, Solomon, you're young. So you don't know God like I know God. <laughs> and so he, David says, I need you to build this house. To build, to build for the Lord. Now David has built the kingdom. They've got great reserves, obviously, but David had a whole separate reserve set aside for the glory of God's house because he he met God in some of the most brutal battles, some of the most grueling battles. He met God with wounds. When you read about the wounds that he had, he said, but these things are curable. I thought I was dead. God brought him back from the dead. So when you you can go through all of that for your God and still celebrate him, and still revere him, you're worthy of God's posterity. So he says that. David don't Solomon to mess up, but I, okay. And so he goes, and Solomon is obedient, and he builds out a house. And problem is that, like his father, when the major project was done, he got into trouble. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: See, because his carnal, fleshly thing, he didn't have another major project. So his carnal, fleshly stuff said, well, okay, like you got to do stuff for twenty-four hours a day. Why don't we go and just really get caught up in our sexuality?" and that seems to be the concept throughout history in human ways you realize that as long as these people were fighting for a cause and trying to make something happen and whatnot they were obsessed but that obsession obsession being satisfied because the project is completed they still have the same force the same vigor and energy they always have And sanctify this house that my name may be there forever, and my eyes and my heart shall be there forever. Holding up music. He wasn't just singing over God's head. Covered. Look at that word covered. He was not just singing over God's head. He wasn't just running because he was also on earth in uh, in, Ezekiel 28. So you have to ask yourself, what about God? See, God uses human things and earthly things because we are on earth. So if we're mortal, he's got to have a mortal way of bringing his word to pass. So the question is, and this is what I think it's sad, this man doesn't want us to gather in his presence. What did we do to him? Because we were supposed to be the reason the rest of the world could be spared. And we failed in our duty. We failed in our, you can say, well, you know, this started with generals, but generals have a God. They pray to something, come on here, Hitler had a God. He had a whole religious system, a whole spiritual system. Every one of these people got a god. After these these corporations that shut down now, they went and vowed their corporations to uh, pagan deities, Greek idols. You look at in the internet; all of those are uh, a devil names. Yes. So, why would we ask to? I'm not asking for that. I don't have to. I didn't do that. I told you how to say it in Deuteronomy 29. You. you wanted to play with Deuteronomy 29. And we've been in Deuteronomy 29 for a long time. It just wasn't global. It just wasn't obvious. So everybody could do it individually. So we did it on the order of judges, where every man could do what's right in his own Mm eyes. But I think the saddest part is that this man does not want us to gather as his ecclesia any longer for a while. This is scary, right? Because at every other time, people wanted the church. But we have been uninvited, and Prasad and for a long time, mm-hmm. because of the fruit we gave. Them. How y'all doing? <laughs> are they? How many? They? they want you to clap, clap. Okay, I gotta clap oh. a little something. Especially, <laughs> yeah, I gotta make some noise, all right? <laughs> no, because see, those who know their God will be strong. I want to tell you this because it's important that you hear me. I want to tell you this, and it's really vital. Nothing happens without God. Surely the Most High rules in the kingdom of men, and He sets over whom He will, even the basis of men. There's a lot to be said. In and you all Christians, you got so much mouth. you preaching Satan's sermons, You are decreeing his protest. You are decreeing his arguments. You are multiplying his narrative. You're doing it in your houses. You're doing it in your churches. You're doing it in your car. And you want to, want to find out where is God. Uh-huh. And I've been saying for a long time that God was going to judge this because he's offended. He is offended. He's offended because you're dressing like... He and not in the house, and you call it his liberty. So he has to do things to let us know what's him and what's not him. Because originally, if you look at Moses' law, Deuteronomy said that's the job of, of the leaders to say, this is Christ and this is Christ. And when they get their signals crossed <laughs> and they, they begin to have false identifications of the pastor Messiah the Christ, and Christ, then God's got to act. I don't think anybody expected God to act in his name like this. Okay. I don't think anybody can. But I'll tell you one thing the saddest part of it all is that he doesn't want us to gather in his name. And that we need to look at. You can call it a devil, you can call it, you can say well, that's just human, but well, that's just because of it, but you all know that the corona thing that we had up to now was like, come on. And you know, Israel had that. We never thought God could do that on the, up with the Gentile church. On a global level. We never thought that Israel got to a point, they said, but we can't even sing the song of Zion. Mm-hmm. He said, we can't worship this man as one. Our congregations can't worship him because
2: we're so self righteous. Mm-hmm. And that's what I woke up with this morning. He's having the scriptures of, yeah, but you know, we can't even sing the song. The elders trying to sing the song of Zion. He's been saying to him, he said, but you know what? They can't sing to me
1: because he did not find a sweet. But it takes an apostle of the first grade to do that and not excuse and whitewash it, but to decide what are we going to do about it going forward? How are we going to get us back in this man's presence? Because he has lumped us with the worst. We're suffering with them. Now, I can give you all the other stuff. I got fast. I got revelation. I can tell you I wouldn't get it from the internet anyhow because I do know what God has shown me with the whole planet is, and what He's doing. But I want you to understand that as the church, so goes the world, and we release the spirit of the world that have taken down this church. We we, said, we told you all to be on time. He said I don't want it. We told you it's okay for you to be pissed. He said I don't want it. He said we told you it's okay to be. He said, I don't want it. He said, we told you all of that, and then you're sitting here, you're dating in churches, you're women having abortions, you got sex things and whatnot in this man's church. He stopped you from coming before him. And that is the word of the Lord. I don't want your praise. I don't want your song. I want repentance. I want you to break down and I want you to look at your sin and don't come and talk to me about being sorry. Don't come and talk to me about, Lord, I didn't know. I don't want to hear it. He said, Because I sent my Holy Ghost for you to get it right. He brought the entire culture of my eternal kingdom to the planet with you. And I'm telling you, the saddest part of all of this is that man doesn't want us to sing his praises. That our God doesn't want to hear our faithful, unconversed (laughs) man. It's a tragedy. And some of you all who are real prophets, and I know we got a lot of them out there, and some of you all who are real leaders, real blindfolders, you know I'm telling you the truth because it's it, in the gut you feel it. There's a cut in the spirit. It's a cut that we have to know what to call it. We're all like numb. No. We're walking around number five. But for human it, there's like only 10 people can gather in this thing. We're back to our own church. We're back to the hard reset. We're back to having household meetings because our success did not bring them forward. I'm not finished. i got to say Because a lot of people wouldn't have said that. We were, we're so busy looking at the secular side. We're so busy looking at the political side. They don't need me to do that. They have it and they've got a great job. I bought some great stuff, I've listened to some great solutions, answers. God told me about it. I tell you what, I listened to the man that said God we have, he said, I don't care what happens, don't you take that aspect? I mean, Solomon afterwards went to build the house. He's about the White us. Because that's God's seat. Because every seat, every dignity of the land sits in the heart of the captives. So you all are fighting this man because y'all are Christian. Y'all are the same. I'm that I'm sorry, but the deities I've been I place Jesus where won't, won't get, allow me, didn't have permission for that. So you all did that. And so God said I have to act for my own self. He said my own arm will get me. The victory. He had to act for himself because we, like Lucifer, went and did our own ways and built up a counter institution to rival him. God said to me a few years back, He said, "You know, He said I'm coming to because God, God has been here since 2002. The Lord Jesus, of the Psalm and his Man, has been here since 2002. And I think they have a prophecy of me showing that and." riding all night in this amazing ship to get here. And then, uh, and then he said, so he's been setting up his station in the middle area. They call Jesus the station, the, 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 the Mesa right? the middle west. And so he's been setting up his station and I mean, I've been watching the angels, but I've been talking about it a lot. I told you about Old the thing and, and all of that because he's been setting up his map. he was going to be a planet for a long time. So from 2002 to now 17 years, 18 years, 18 years, he's been getting ready for this moment. He has been shipping angels in left and right. He's been shutting down churches. He's been taking home the original progenitors of his problem. And he's been doing so unceremoniously. And he has been backing and staging his sovereign establishment monarchy, monarchical establishment, which is why we can't get rid of kings and royals and all of that, because Jesus is here, and that's who he is. He's not your CEO. He's not your commissioner. He's not your president. He's not that. You don't vote Jesus in the out. Jesus elects you to be in the We're elected. see we, we think we vote. No, no. He's not the elected official. We elect. Isn't that the truth? We we Jesus is not. And then we walk around like we elected him. No, he said, no. I'm just. I promise you. And if you, when he gets tired of you, he just backs up. <laughs> he just backs up. And you, he has to get the body over you because you don't want it. So he, God has lived this over and over and over again, and for sure, this is not the last time. But it is our time. To record the true history the narrative stinks and we have to alter and record that narrative you guys just love this man like I, okay, I mean, I'm telling you he's a sugar honey man. and because I love him like that he sits down and I sit with him and he sits in his chair, he has, this, throne and chair. And he has this wonderful comfortable chair he sits down he crosses his knees he says, let me tell you what my problem is he said, Let me tell you what I feel. He said, They don't care about my feelings. They didn't think about my feelings because they were too busy afraid to something the loss that it would take for me to sever them from the gods of the land that were stalking them with prey." And he began to tell me what he felt like and how he feels, and, and, and then he's not. or some comments? Same thing. I'm going to start the and you all are deciding if you want to ask a question or not.
2: For some of y'all, I know, it's little disturbed. And let me tell you something: you
1: all little baby man Christians who go to those little. Uh, Place in churches, don't write me something about what I said in this thing, says, right? Don't write me. Because you don't know enough to challenge anybody who's been in God and in His Word faithfully for more than three years.
2: Because
1: you know, you know, you know you're like, well, I don't care what you say, God is love. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to need you to love God. I'm talking about God is love. I want you to love Him back. And the first thing you would do is not show that I ever came into it and play of His wisdom. Don't so write me. Don't do that with me. I'm not that kind of speaker. <laughs> <laughs> and so we that. <love> <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, you know, we got a couple of people, but I don't. Care, but you, and that's why we where we are, because you didn't care. <laughs> so. To the angel of the church in Philadelphia write these things say, He that is holy, he that is true, he that hath the key of David, he that open and no man shut, and he that shuts and no man open, and know that works, behold, I have stepped before thee an open door, and no man can shut it. But so we shut. Okay. For thou hast little strength and hast kept my word. I want you to if you're, this is your Bible, I want you to read, God defines strength. Church strength is keeping his word. Mm-hmm. And I have not denied my name, part two. Not denying his name. Behold, I will make them of the synagogue of faith. Yeah. Is that what we've been having around here? Mm-hmm. We've we left the temple and the tabernacle, we didn't synagogue of faith, which say they are Jews and are not, but do lie. Behold, I will make them to come and worship them before thy feet and to know I am Muslim. Now, for those of you who say, whether well, you said Jews, what he's saying is, Those that say they are authentic and genuine. That's what he's talking about. And he says, because thou hast kept the word of my patience, I will also keep thee from the hour of temptation which shall come upon all the world to try them that dwell on the earth. And I like this. He says, behold, I come quickly. Hold fast which thou hast, that no man they take your crown. And then you look at this. Look at what the gift is this, the reward is. He that overcomes, or him that overcomes, will I make a pillar in the temple of my God. And you shall go out no more, and I shall write find him in the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, which is New Jerusalem, which comes down out of heaven from my God. He, uh, he that has a fear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the churches. Now, when you think about pillar in the temple, that is Revelation 7 when it says the first rapture, the first tangible way is to take the, all of that the, the, um, multinational body of Christians that God has already approved and bring them, not just keeping them out of the temptation, but bring them to stay in His temple. So, pillar of the temple. So that means you will make the first, the first resurrection more um, yeah yes. are you ready oh my goodness. I think I'm ready You're okay, awesome. okay. <laughs> 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 okay um, Well, you talked about the Christian was supposed to be a guardian I thought this was really pokey. well we did not cover God and you said a
0: research cover just a little bit. Obviously, I'm research, research it, but just look it up. But I think it's interesting that one of the definitions of the cover is
1: to protect or to conceal. She talks about. churches under me and we we go on fine till we start saying what we're gonna do with our individual congregations. that I think uh, a statement used Look, say is you know, that you
0: can't take those when you're traumatized. You're like, oh, I need to work something because I need to say something later, but...
1: except he abide in me. And then we talk about the so we, we 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 walk on the fruit of the spirit and the fruit of this there is something called the fruit of repentance. Yeah. You know, and it's not I'm sorry. You know? Yeah. So we're talking about the fruit of repentance. And I think it, I think it's in John, because you know I like this stuff, I don't know if I'm very you know um, but then you go Matthew three eight, bring forth therefore fruits meet
2: for repentance. So we don't realize that
1: we don't have the food of repentance, you know. Um, but, but you know, and, and when we talk about, that, and it's so interesting because John the Baptist, which is what a, a prophet is supposed to do, John the Baptist came and he preached the baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. That's, right. That's what you did. That's Mark one four. So prophets were telling you you're okay and just put on a condom and just take your pill. Those oh, were not prophets of Jesus Christ. You were doing nothing for you said the sentence break. Okay? Okay? Because now they don't want you to get the disease to live on. They just don't want you to get the disease long enough, um, or to discredit them. And so we got the fruit of righteousness. Uh, we got fruit of repentance, which is important. We got the baptism of repentance, which means the word. These prophets are not supposed to be given your word. It sounds just like your your favorite movie and your favorite favorite triple um, X shot i That's not supposed to happen here. No I mean, it's no You got to put it in perspective because people don't get it, you know. And so, that, so repentance, real well, repentance brings you into remission. And then, Luke three eight, forth, therefore, whose worth of repentance and begin not to say within themselves, we have Abraham to our father by saying to you that God is able of these stones to raise the children of Abraham. You notice that when we hear that passage, we don't, we don't see the Nobody, We, we don't get people to fill in repentance, do we? Yeah. No, they fill in on uh, God's wow, the sensational wow, the stones. God can make stones, children. He can try to make a child of Abraham. And he can't. But what's the point? You know? And so he said, he said if, 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 that he talked about getting saved. Getting saved, you're supposed to have a sin. Luke twenty four forty seven, And that repentance and remission of sins to be preached in its name among all nations, repentance, and remission. So when we look at remission, I don't know about you guys, but I like to look at births. You all like to look at births, you Or, know, birth, you know, yeah, we all have been raised by me, don't share this book. I can't just dance. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so when we look at remission of things, we look at a thesis, A-P-H-E-S-I-S, A-P-H-E-S-I-S, and it means release from bondage. So if you can't repent, if you don't know the nature of the bondage, if you don't know what bounds you and how you're bound and what what it looks like to be bound to that sin, then it's how are you really going to get? you're not invite like the kid. The kid just kid, say, the toddler, the toddler's like, My mommy's hurt me. I did something wrong. I don't know what, but I did something wrong. I can't say I'm sorry. So the kids begins to say, I'm sorry that you're hitting me. Or, I'm sorry that I made you mad. Now I'm sorry that I did what I did or that this is part of my nature or a makeup. So you got to know the sin. And then we got forgiveness or pardon
2: of sin, letting them go as if they've never been committed. That's, this is not God forgetting. It's you forgetting. It's you letting them go to the
1: point you can't remember you were an alcoholic. You can't remember that you were a liar. You can't. Remember-